Hey, hey guys, welcome to the Spiritual Boss Podcast for spiritual seekers and lurkers, the respectfully curious and the pursuers of their passion. It is hosted by Melanie Dawn, Tanya Ryan, and me, Jen Anderson, and I'm flying solo today. And I'm going to be completely honest, it's a little intimidating to be by myself on here. I love how we have conversations between the three of us as our podcast on the regular. And it's a little bit like, ooh, can I talk to myself for this long? I've been putting off recording this episode, (laughs) even though I've had the topic since probably mid-November, I think we talked about it. And I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. And I was pumped to talk about it with you guys. But I was also like, oh, myself, just me on the podcast. It feels a little weird, even though I talk to you guys in my stories on Instagram daily, almost. I do trainings, workshops, masterclasses, all of my programs. I talk to myself all the time, but for some reason, (laughs) this was a little bit intimidating, not going to fib. But I really want to talk to you guys about closing out of seasons. So we're coming to the end of a year. Even if you're listening to this in the new year, you can still do the exercise and practice that I'm going to give here throughout this episode. And I actually encourage you to really do it. Even if it's mid-January, even if it's the end of January, does not matter what time of year it actually is because we all go through seasons of life. And so it's really important for us to reflect on our past, not get stuck in it. Because, you know, like if you look at what I do for work, that's exactly what I do is break down all of our past beliefs (laughs) and our stickiness of gripping on to past beliefs, because that's truly what's holding us back in anything we want to do in life, anything we want to achieve, any place we want to go. Everything comes down to our inner environment for sure. And what our belief system is of why it is or isn't possible. And I almost recorded this podcast mm, the end of November, I believe, because I was so ready for it. And I was like, no, not yet. No, not yet. And here I am pretty much coming to you live. I'm going to record this and upload it because it is now due. And my co-hosts are so amazing at how sometimes I put things off and I used to kind of shame myself into like, oh, why do you procrastinate? But I don't actually procrastinate. I just put it off until I know it's the exact right time. So if I don't feel fully aligned with something, sometimes I don't even know the reason. And with this one, I truly did not know the reason why I kept kind of putting it off to next week, to next week, to the next day. And now I know why. Now I know why. So I'm going to share that with you. Also, I will touch on why I believe dream boards don't really work. I have one, full disclosure. But there is a reason that They aren't the most beneficial for you. And I'm going to talk a little bit about quantum highways, quantum lanes. So if you're into quantum physics, this will be the episode for you and just how to review your year and look at it in a different capacity, we'll say, with the interesting year that we have had. 
So I'm going to start with the theory of lack. And I want you, you can't see me, but I want you to visualize a cup and about midway up through the cup, there is some liquid. Now, how do you look at the cup? What would you say when you handed the cup over or explained what was in your cup? Would it be half full or would it be half empty? And I feel like a lot of people that are listening to this would be like, oh, it's half full. The positive way to look at that is that it's half full. Yes, that can be one perception. Another perception can be that it's half empty and that's not negative. I used to think that that was a negative perception, but what if it was full and I drank half of it? And so I got to enjoy the first half of the liquid and it felt so good and yummy in my body. That's not actually a place of lack, but lack is all about how we are perceiving circumstances, events, the way people talk, all of that in our life. And so I want you to get super clear for yourself. I do this with myself all of the time. Am I coming from a place of scarcity, of thinking that there isn't enough? And so this happens in many, many areas of our life, but I see it all the time with clients and myself. That's how it all started, was me really diving into my stories and beliefs, but money mindset was like really intriguing to me. I've been in this world for a while and this past year, I've really seen it all click into place of like, ooh, I've always heard that money is just energy. I've even said it for a couple of years. I've sometimes believed it, but this month, this month is different. So if you've listened to the episode where I talk about manifestation and how I gave notice to my tenant that was renting my house the night before we received the offer for to purchase of our house. And so I was so sure that it was happening. I was so decided I'd put it in that first quantum highway. We all have quantum highways that we, we all manifest whether you're aware of it or not, you're always manifesting. And so I was so sure that I was going to sell this house that I gave notice to my tenant, even though it's so uncomfortable. (laughs) I was like, oh, what if it doesn't sell? But no, it's going to sell. The same thing has happened for me this month in business. And I wanted to share this example for you guys, because this is how money works. This is how energy works. In early December, I was looking at places. My husband's birthday is New Year's Eve. So it's kind of a little extra pressure to do something for New Year's Eve, I find, every year. And I'm a bit of an introvert. I don't love huge crowds all of the time. Have I gone out for New Year's Eve before? Yep. Have I gone out to big crowds before? Yep. Sometimes I have fun in the moment, but then I need to like kind of hermit afterwards, which is also I've learned this year, I believe it was beginning of this year, yeah, that that's part of my human design. I'm just a 2-4. It's totally in my stars, if you will, that I am meant to be extroverted and then I need to introvert and then I'm extroverted and then I need to introvert. And that's just what fuels me. And I used to think I was kind of weird, like make a decision, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, Jen, 
you got to decide. Turns out I'm both. And that's totally normal for a lot of people. (laughs) It was very freeing to learn that about myself. Anyways, New Year's Eve. I was starting to, you know, we were not quite in quote unquote, the lockdown that we are in Alberta at that point. And I was really starting to dream into going somewhere. I have realized this year that I like to travel more than I realized. I don't necessarily need to travel far, but I need to go places, new places, which is also like a whole part with your brain that you need to see new things and that keeps everything firing, the neurons fire in a different way when you are doing something different on a regular basis and seeing different things and you're able to be more present. And so I was playing around with going to Canmore and I was looking at places and I was like, ah, you know, if my business brought in this next week or by the end of the year, I would book this place. It was quirky little place. It's totally my jam. It's got weird angled ceilings and different stonework and a fireplace in the master bedroom that's all cozy and there's sitting chairs in there and lots of space to be able to do yoga and meditate and all the things that I absolutely love to do. And it was two bedrooms with two beds in the second bedroom so my kids could share a room and, you know, it was just perfect. Funky weird little kitchen with all this weird stonework in there. Just my kind of jam. Very different. And so I was telling myself, yeah, if this happens in business and I earn this money, X amount of money, then I will book this place. And then I had the epiphany (laughs) that this is just like when I went to sell the house, what, two months ago now? That's not how money works. That's not how energy works. You make the decision, you go for it, and then everything rolls into place. The resources roll into place. The how, if you will, if you're using this in a different example, rolls into place. You just have to take the big step, the big leap of faith, the full belief of like, this is happening. And so I booked it. And I was a little bit uncomfortable, not going to lie. I have debts I want to pay off this year. And I was like, oh, is that the responsible thing to do? It wasn't a cheap place to book. <laughs> it was quite uncomfortable for myself to put that down as like, yeah, this is happening. But here's what else happened. The next week, I had my biggest week in business ever financially. I could take most of the year and that is what I earned in the week. And it just kept coming. So then I made a couple of more big steps. So I paid off this and I was like, oh, I don't know. I like what it's more comfortable, right? Let's be honest. It's more comfortable when the money comes in and then we're like, okay, now I have this extra money. So now I'm going to either pay down that debt or purchase this item or la-ti-da-ti-da insert yours here. But it doesn't work that way. You have to have the faith, the full belief that it is coming and you need to get into the feeling of it. And this isn't about manifestation actually. So, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. 
of if you have bigger dreams for yourself for this following year that comes up, that's coming up here, and we're all kind of in reflection mode usually at the end of a year. I want you to dream bigger. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. However, the whole exercise that I want you to do is not about the future. I'm going to touch on dream boards here too for a moment. So I've always liked dream boards. I've done them with my kids for a few years, like, I don't know, probably four or five years ago, my husband and I, we started doing it as like a family affair. And I think we've done three over the last five years as a family. And it's just fun, right? The kids get to dream bigger. My husband and I get to dream about places that will go, things we'll do, um, income goals, career changes. We've done a lot of things over the last few years. New house, all of it. We've changed pretty much everything (laughs) in our lives in the last five years, except for each other. We have the five of us still. Other than that, everything seems to have changed. But with dream boards, if you think about it, you are putting these things down, whether they're words, whether they're pictures, people will go back and forth on say, what is more beneficial for you? I think that's a personal thing. I think they can all be beneficial for you. And so I'm not saying don't do a dream board. If you feel pulled to it, do a dream board. But think about these pieces when you're doing the dream board. Are you doing a dream board in such a hopeful way because hope is not belief hope is necessary in some points I get it I have been at some low points in my life too where hope and like the tiniest ounce of faith is what has pulled me through absolutely but when we're doing a dream board or a vision board or whatever you want to call it you are kind of saying to the universe this is a really big item I'm not sure if I'm really ready for it yet. So I'm going to put it on this dream board for some day in the future. You're not putting it in it in that first lane of your quantum highway of like, yes, this is happening. And often we put so many items on our dream board, which I'm all about dreaming big. If you don't know me well, whenever I start a call with somebody that I've just met, it is always like, what is the big dream? What is the like absolutely cool thing that you want to experience in your life. I'm all about dreaming big. However, when it comes to these vision boards or dream boards or goal setting even for next year, we often put it off because we're so concerned about time. I'm going to drop the bomb of time is just an illusion because it truly is. Some of you will be ready to hear that. Lots of you won't. I know it took me a long time. And truly until this month, I didn't quite understand it. I remember like mentors saying to me, "Mm, 48 hours can make a huge difference. And I'm like, not in a good way. (laughs) Yes, I get that like anything can change on a drop of a dime or, you know, we never know what tomorrow will bring. We, We truly don't, right? But when we're thinking about these dream boards and these vision boards and goal setting, Put what you really, really want and focus on that. Our brains can only go so far. We can only hold so much. And so if you think of it like a oscillating sprinkler on this dream board, this vision board for 2021 or goals for 2021, 
you are sprinkling out little tiny bits of energy into these spots. So if you're a goal setter, which used to trigger the F out of me, to be honest, because I was a goal setter for a long time and I didn't achieve a lot of those goals. And so the word goal was really yicky and negative to me. If you're a goal setter though, don't even do the next, like after six months, do the next three months, do them by quarter instead of doing this cool one-year plan. Because if you don't make the like dream happen in January, your subconscious is already playing with you of like all the reasons it's not going to happen. If you don't get to the place that you think you should have been, and you might not even write this specific part down, but if you haven't made leaps and bounds, let's say, towards that goal, if something major hasn't happened, if there hasn't been a large coincidence or money drop in your bank for that massive vacay or that huge home or whatever it is, lots of times we will shame ourselves. And so then our subconscious is like, nope, mm -mm, this isn't happening. So it, it's kind of like affirmations. Like if you write down affirmations that don't land with you and you just think you should repeat them over and over. And if you could see me, my hand is like high in the air with, I did that for a long time. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm just not doing them enough. Law of attraction says, I just need to think about it more. Law of attraction says, I just need to focus on what I want and it will come to me. And I just need to think about it more often. Can you even notice like how grippy my voice gets with that? Not intentionally by any means, but there's just such a grip on what you want. It's not going to come to you that way. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you write it down. It doesn't matter how many times you look at that vision board, that dream board, think about your goals, look at your goals. That doesn't matter if you aren't able to feel them and get excited about them. So if you're somebody that really wants something super cool to happen in your life next year, put it in the first month. Super visualize it. Get into the feeling of what it will feel like to have achieved that dream, that goal, whatever it is. But before you do that, here is the main exercise I would absolutely love you to do for the year. It's been a year, right? Like, I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a lot of twists and turns. And just when you start to feel a little bit certain, more uncertainty kind of creeps in, in our external world. Like, it doesn't even matter. I kind of live in my own bubble. And so I feel like I don't have to see a lot of it, but it still creeps in there, right? Like, there's just no way around it. If this was last December and I said to you, hey, yeah, it's going to be completely normal for you to go to a grocery store and everybody's wearing a mask. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you. I would have thought you were crazy or that we went through a period that there was legit no toilet paper, right? Life is going to happen. Perception is everything, but I'm not going to fib to you either on this of like, there was a time where TP was running a little short in this household and I was concerned. Yeah. Would we have survived? Absolutely. But I didn't want to. I want to use TP. I want to be able to go to the store and buy toilet paper when my family needs it. <laughs> I don't want that taking up bandwidth in my brain of what we're going to do if there isn't toilet paper. 
So yes, lots of things happened in 2020. But the activity that I would love you to do, the exercise I would love you to do, my husband and I have done this for a few years now, is sit down with a journal. And I'm not even a huge journaler, but this one, it's good to have a journal. Get your phone, get your computer, get your calendar, get your day timer, pull up the calendar on your phone, whatever that looks like for you. And start at last January and go through all your pictures, go through your calendar of things that were on the calendar and what happened and just kind of take bullet notes of good times that happened. I find with kids, it's pretty easy because we tend to take pictures of our children. You might even want to go through, if you're a Facebooker, your feed, um, Instagram, you could do the same thing whatever stands out to you of like, yes, this is what I should do here. Go check that out. Start in January, sit with your spouse, sit with yourself, whatever that looks like for you in your own circumstance, and just go through each month and list all of the good things that have happened through the year. And so as much as we could sit here and talk about all of the shitty things that have happened in 2020, we can also focus on all of the great things. And I'm not saying not to grieve and I'm not saying to not have hard feelings or feel the big feelings. I absolutely want you to do that, but this is not the time for it. I really want you to reflect on all of the good that has happened because when we get into that higher frequency of joy and gratitude, like I cry every time we do this exercise, like just tears of feeling so supported by family, feeling so supported by friends, forgetting about little things that we've done or quirky things people have done in my life, things that I've taken pictures of, places I've been, like even if it's just on a walk with my dog, some of the absolute gorgeous nature that I've been able to see this next year. Like I haven't done this exercise yet this year, but I know there's going to be some pretty crazy pictures that I would completely forgot about until I go through them. I know for myself, I ran my first retreat last January and I was on top of the world, you guys. So excited that I was running my very own retreat. It was a full weekend. I rented a place. The women came. Oh, it was just a dream come true. And then March happened. <laughs> we'll just call it March. And if I was recording this podcast at the end of March, I would have told you, I have no idea what my business is going to do. I have transitioned everything to in-person and it feels really heavy right now and it's really uncomfortable. But what I wouldn't have been able to fully predict, I wanted to believe, but I actually didn't fully believe at this point by any means. And I just want to share those pieces with you because I think sometimes we're like, oh, that person just always has a positive mindset. Oh, they just always see the good. Oh, they're just able to always roll with it. I don't think that's actually true. I don't, I think we all have ebbs and flows. I think we all have ups and downs. And the end of March was like uncomfortable. I didn't know exactly where things were going. I didn't know that I would have like my most successful month ever in June. I didn't know I would have my most successful month ever again in July. I didn't know that I would have a really hard August. I didn't know that December would 
absolutely blow my mind of like laying down with my husband at night. Keep it clean, guys. I'm not meaning that way. Just like before we're going to sleep, we reflect on the day often. And I was just like blown away at what my business has done this month. Like these are numbers that I didn't think were real in my world, real in other people's worlds. I'd seen it with others. I have mentors that do amazing things. I just didn't think that I was there yet. Even two months ago, three months ago, definitely not. (laughs) But I want you to reflect on all of those pieces and just get into that place of like pure joy and gratitude and then do some projecting of what you would like, some forecasting of what you would like to see happen in the next year. Don't put a timeline on it. And if you're going to do multiple items, put one in the fast lane, put one in the first lane. What am I working towards first? Whether that like house keeps coming up. So apparently some of you are moving or wanting to, Uh, but like, are you really wanting to move? What does that look like? Are you selling a place? Are you, do you have the new place picked out? Do you have the new street picked out? Do you have all of these things? Some of us are like specific manifestors, right? And some of us are non-specific. And so we can go into a space of it's just the feeling that we want to feel in what we want, what our big dream is. And then we can also go into like very detailed items. And that's what it needs to look at, look like exactly how it needs to look. But don't put the date. If you're forecasting into the future, just like pick something that you want. Right meow. <laughs> think of my house analogy of selling the house. And I'll just recap that one more time for you. The house was on the market for over two years. I think we had four showings in that entire two years. I gave notice to my tenant. We sold the house the next day. Time is totally an illusion. I could have went through, continued on with the story, which I had already done for a while of my tenant needs a place to live. She was a single mom. I also could have went through nobody's moving during a pandemic. The market absolutely sucks. Nothing is moving. And the market was sucking. Nothing was moving. I think like two other houses in the two years sold in the little town we were from. Not much was moving. I could have subscribed to all of those beliefs. Instead, I gave her notice. I sent her with love and kindness and like all of the good vibes. And then I was like, okay, universe, I'm ready. And I had said I was ready many, many times, but I had also never taken the like scary leap of giving our tenant notice because she was amazing. I didn't want to lose her if I wasn't going to be able to sell the house, but that's what was holding me back. You have to take that quantum leap of faith. So whatever it is, if it's the house that you're going for, like if you're moving into a new house, go look at the house, put the like offer to purchase in on the house, put the money down for the deposit, do something that is big and bold and scary. Just kind of like how booking a week in Canmore was for me. Yeah, seems a little frivolous. Do I really need this? No, I don't need this. 
do I really want this? Yes, I do really want this. I do really want to go for away for a week with my family in the mountains. It's my jam. So just get super clear with yourself. What do you actually want? If you make the dream board, cool. Just be really specific on what it is you want first. Your brain can only go to work on so many items at one time. And so with that, I want to wish you the happiest new year. So much love to you guys for listening to this podcast. I don't know that you understand how honored we are, I am, that you spend this time with us on a weekly basis. Like I'm, we're seriously so blessed, so blessed. We love hearing from you. So thank you for joining us, me, on this episode of the Spiritual Boss Podcast. And so hit the subscribe button. If you listen to iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. Oddly, it does big things <laughs> for us if you do that. We welcome all input from you guys, comments, whether you agree or disagree. We just want to have discussions. Let's just like open the consciousness that we can all have discussions here. You can email us at the spiritual, no, at spiritual boss podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at the spiritual boss podcast, if I could speak correctly. Or I'm at I am Jen Anderson on Facebook, on Instagram. I am jenanderson.com is my uh, website. It's also Jen at I am Jen Anderson for email. And just reach out. We absolutely love hearing from you guys and having chats about this. And let me know if there's something that you're trying to manifest that you're like, mm, I'm just not quite sure how I get this in this quantum lane, this first quantum lane that you're talking about. What is the scary thing that I need to do? Or what is the leap of faith that I need to do? Sometimes it's just a mindset piece. Sometimes it's not actually that scary. It's just a different perception of what we're wanting in our lives. And with that, I wish you all a farewell. Healthiest and happiest 2021 to each and every single one of you. I love you all so much.